Hello and welcome to another Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. I'm Phil and it is sometime between Christmas and New Year. How are you, Mike? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, too late, I think, in the day to be wishing you a happy Christmas. Correct. Uh, but premature for the happy New Year's. So um, I'll just say good evening. Evening seems fine. That is uh, accurate. It's currently the Newcastle-Liverpool game as we're recording. Uh, 22 minutes in and Newcastle will look up for it. Such as my to the pod, I've got Swansea against Reading on. Ah, uh, that is that's what we like to see. Championship through and through. Uh, we have also got Anthony here. Anthony, how are you? Yes, very well, mate. Not too bad. Like you, equally confused about what day of the week it is. I mean, does it really matter? <laughs> Nothing matters Nothing anymore. It's been this way since March. I've no idea what's going on. This is true. Yeah, no idea, boys. Not a clue. Now, uh, t- tonight, lads, we're, we're streaming on YouTube as well as recording the podcast. Uh, a little bit of experimentation. If you can't experiment during lockdown, when can you? Uh, that was the excuse for the hair as well. Um, silver Fox. Thank you. Thank you. Looking very Silver Fox. Uh, did you get a new Christmas present there? For, aren't you wearing a new hoodie? Oh, yes. Very yeah? very nice of you to notice, Michael. Thank you. I am indeed wearing a new hoodie. Lovely. Very nice. Not quite as cool as your new um, silver hair, but uh, there you go. Thank you. What what was the uh, what was the the best Christmas present you got this year? Well, I actually got the new Bournemouth. Well, I say new new Bournemouth kit. I got the Bournemouth home kit, which, in okay. my opinion, is our nicest home kit for a few years. Got some new yeah. trainers, yeah. which was very nice. Standard pants and socks and smellies and all that stuff. What about you, boys? Uh, Phil. Oh, I had I had an excellent gift. I had a uh, a Bob Ross bobblehead uh, that plays ten uh, audio clips of Bob Ross talking. Um, Bob Ross, if you don't know, is uh, is a painter from the 70s, 80s, 90s, oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, okay. He had yeah. a huge hair, huge hair. He used to do this program uh, where he painted for half an hour. And you'd never think that that would be a program you'd want to watch. But, um, I mean, a lot of the time you'd think, well, this isn't going to turn out very well. But it turns out incredible. But also he has just the gentlest voice in the world. Uh, mega Afro. And... Uh, yeah, there are. That used to say, "There's no, there's no mistakes. Only oh, there's no errors. Only happy mistakes, or something like that." Well, well, we need to cling to that, do we not? Absolutely. <laughs> so I've got a little bobblehead of him from my wife that I'm going to have at work and can just press sounds whenever I need to relax. Okay. It also comes with a little flip chart of thirty of his favorite, um, favorite paintings. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Michael, what, did get? Your... what did you get, Mike? Yeah, what did you get? I got a Fernandez assist, lads. That's what I got. Um, just the one yeah that was about it to be fair uh no i got some stuff to clean my car with uh, well, there's a hint was, in there somewhere yeah it was a fairly <laughs> uninspiring christmas present uh haul from my perspective but but that's okay um the the presence of my family was my presence lovely creepy almost yeah, mm. yeah a little bit but no that's nice i think you're, you're just showing showing your age michael yeah yeah, in so many ways. <laughs> Especially with that hair. Uh, Absolutely. For, for audio uh, audio listeners, then uh, it won't work so well. But he's he's gone bleached blonde, but then shiny silver over the top. Mm. Mm. Yeah. He looks like yes. Jack Frost from from uh, the Santa Claus. Films. Not from A Touch of Frost with uh, David, David Jason. Jason. No, no, not that. Well, I, I must I say... I must say, gentlemen, what a treat it is to be here with you both rather than last week's podcast or last few days ago podcast where I had a conversation with myself and mm. with recorded audio of both Mike and Ant 
and Patrick Bamford. Um, <laughs> but what a great job you did, mate. What a brilliant job you did with that pod. Well, hey, that's, that's not what the listeners are saying, and that's not what I'm saying. But um, uh, yeah, it was a... I mean, I sounded like someone who'd just lost his tiny mind. But I'm glad to have you back <laughs> here to uh, maintain a level of um, sense and calmness to proceedings. Um, now, this game week has been a bit of a horror show. Uh, we've had... Uh, we don't want to go over COVID too much because people are already depressed about it. So let's, um, you know, not bang on about it for too long. But obviously, we've had cancellations this week. Uh, we've had the City Everton game called off, and then tonight we've had the Fulham Spurs game called off. Uh, I saw a Instagram post from Mourinho less than four hours before kickoff saying we've still no idea what's happening tonight, which is staggering. Um, Man City decided to call their game off. Um, because they wanted to. Um, and today it appears the Premier League called off uh, the Spurs-Fulham game. Um, has that affected your teams in any way? Uh, Anthony, you've got your hand up. Two words for you here, boys. Bench boost. <laughs> I mean, as our regular listeners will know, all two of them, um, quite recently I've had a number of weeks where I could and should have played my bench boost and had... 12, 15, 16 points out there. Didn't play it. Looked at the fixtures this week, obviously pre-COVID uh, or games being cancelled because of COVID and thinking, right, this has got to be the week. They've all, they've all got winnable fixtures. I don't know who to put in and out. Let's just play the bench boost. Played it. And I'm currently going to have uh, three points off it. So happy days. So although amazingly, I've actually still got 45 points, uh, which has seen me uh, go back ahead of you, Phil, which is always satisfying. Uh, wow. And and also up 100,000-odd places. But, yeah, I had Fernandes as captain because I actually, for the first time in four weeks, got to pick my captain. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, my two highest scores were Dallas, who got 12 points. He's uh, done you well, he's, hasn't he, Dallas? Well, he's the one who's who's been the reason I've had such a high-scoring bench because he's he's in an absolute goal... Well, a goal-getting um, glut at the moment. Yeah, 12 points for him. Uh, Bamford got eight. Finally brought him in. I bit the Bamford bullet. As I said on my message the other day, and I'm glad it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah finally joined that. Club. Yeah, copy G uh, and Fernandez, um, who got 12 points, uh, six as captain. So yeah, still actually, it says it all, doesn't it? Really, that 45 points is well, depending on how Liverpool get on tonight, is actually a really good score for this week. The average is 25, so I'm actually still quite chuffed, despite effectively um, putting a chip down the toilet. But anyway, how did you boys get on? Well, I, I've seen a team. On Twitter, uh, there's a there's a someone on Twitter called Fantasy Disasters who uh, people send in screenshots of bad week, bad game weeks. Um, I've seen a thing on Twitter uh, from someone who who screenshotted. Oh, it's just just me. Oh, oh no, you're highlighting me. Hi. Uh, who? Oh, no. um, this is lovely stuff. This is modern technology. Oh, 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 oh hello. I mean, this is absolutely wasted. All those listening are uh, listening on on their podcast platforms. Indeed. But there's some beautiful stuff going on in terms of camera angles. Mike has gone very clicky happy here. Yeah. Sorry, well, do carry on, Phil. Yeah, so there's someone on Twitter who's got three points this week. Uh, they had... Sorry, what? Three? Three points. Three yes. points. One, two, three. They had, Amazing. They had, all right, let's, let's not mock my speech impediment uh, again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honest. <laughs> they, had, they had three Man City players, two Everton players, three Spurs players, um... And then uh, I think they had Charlie Taylor who got yeah, hauled off, injured after eight minutes and something else. So, yeah, it could be worse, Anthony. How's your game week been, Mike? 
Well, it's been a shocker. Um, well, I say a shocker. I mean, it's all relative, isn't it? But my captain was Kane. Um, but don't worry, because uh, my vice captain was Son. Ah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, frustrating from that perspective. Uh, 31 points uh, was was what I've got, if we can have a quick look. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that. Points. Yeah, so Meslier got me a, a clean sheet, uh, two points for Justin, uh, a point for Taylor. Um, Walker Peters has got me five. Bedrack will come off the bench, uh, and uh, he's got me some some nice points, so I can't complain too much at that. Um, but, yeah, a big hole where Son and, uh, Son and Kane were. Um, and Calvert-Lewin as well uh, missed out. So, um, yeah, I'm without three players this week. Uh, and at the moment, I stand to, to finish on 31 points. Ouch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's something to be said, isn't there, for especially moving forward now, if football carries on, which yeah, it depends who you listen to. You know, people say that a two-week break won't really do any good because players will still need to train in that time. So they'll yeah. still be going in. So, um two-week break seems unlikely. So unless they shut everything down for a month, vaccinate as many people as possible, um, yeah, then, then you know, I, I would suggest if you're captaining people, do not have a vice captain in the same fixture in case it gets called off. Um, Amen. Amen. I mean, obviously that's no use to you now, Mike, with Kane and Son. Sorry to hear I'm, that. I'm happy for people to learn from my mistakes. Well, <laughs> they have been doing that all season. Yeah, yeah, true story. All season. Um, uh, seeing as you asked, I'll let you know how I got on. Oh, um, yes, me too. <laughs> Phil, what, how'd you get on? <laughs> well, thanks, Ant. Uh, so, this was the first time... So, we did our, our fantasy threesome punt that uh, Lewis won the week before... Well, the fixtures, the, week, the fixtures before last. He won. And so he got to choose my captain. He opted to choose my captain rather than Mike or Ant's captain. So fair enough. And it's the first time this season where someone has genuinely tried to shaft someone. Um, you know, we've had Walcott. I picked Walcott for you, Anthony, didn't I? But that wasn't shafting. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no, I, got, I got properly shafted by Lewis, who, let's remember, is a vicar um, <laughs> and should be being more generous he decided to pick uh carl walker peters as my captain um who got booked but did get a clean sheet so he ended up with five points double to ten um i wasn't very happy with lewis for doing that um but as it turns out uh he was my well apart from bamford well, he's my third highest scoring player i had oh fourth actually mccarthy got nine wow just scrolling up my team's getting better as it goes along uh, so I have McCarthy got nine, Walker Peters ten, Fernandez uh, got six, and of course old Paddy B got eight, uh, one assist and one dubious assist. But I'll take a dubious assist. He is essential to. I don't know how people don't have him in their teams. Oh. He's had more. He's had more shots than anyone in the Premier League oh, this Mike. season. He knows. I will Mike? not go there, lads. No? I will okay. not go there. He will not score again this season. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heard it all before. Can we oh, just say, oh, oh, how's that not gone in from Salah? Um, oh, I thought you are you there? Because he, he went very close also. Um, Can we just say the... this point? Thank goodness for Lee yesterday because the, the, the quality of the games yesterday was absolutely appalling. Yeah, you're right. Um, they were just, they were terrible, terrible games. And I know that there's a bit of fixture congestion in there and there's probably some tired legs. But other than Leeds, um, well, 
let's, let's put it this way. I didn't watch Match of the Day last night. Um, no. It was dreadful. Well, Leeds are a delight to watch, aren't they? Um, I have got... I have got three players in this final game. I had Son and Kane as well, who obviously haven't played, but I didn't have any City or Everton players, so I probably got away with that. Um, so I'll have Suchek coming in and Brewster coming in. So that'll be another five points. Still uh, but, sticking with Brewster, eh? Well, he's just on my bench. He's bench fodder, isn't he? But I've got mm-hmm. um, Trent and Robertson and Salah in this game. So I'm hoping... I kind of want Trent to go really big and then the other two to do all right because... It seems everyone's got Robertson and everyone's Captain Salah, and I haven't Captain Salah because, yeah. as we discussed, Lewis did me uh, over. So, I'm in that kind of awkward moment where I want Salah to maybe get a goal, but let's not go too crazy because otherwise I'll end up flying down the leagues. But Trent, I haven't seen in many teams yet, um, apart from dead teams. So, yeah, Trent and Robertson is rare. He is, but if you accidentally... Um, sub out De Bruyne in your sleep for a cheap midfielder then I had loads of money to play with so mm. I may as well have Great. both I think well yeah I, I, I'm the same with Salah so I've got him and obviously I need some points from him because I'm three players short as it is yeah um, but I haven't captained him and I'm aware that you know he'll be if he's not the most captain he'll be right up there in terms of captain mm-hmm. so if I'm looking for for green arrows as uh, as you <laughs> experts refer to them as um, then, yeah, I, I, I don't know really whether I would want to be cheering him on tonight or not. It's, it's a tricky one. It's mm. weird, isn't it? It's very. Mm. It's a weird element of fancy football when you've got mm. a player that you kind of want to do okay. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> very true. That's the way. How did we get on with our fancy threesome punts where we all picked a player with under 2% ownership? Um, so who did you have then, uh, Anthony? Uh, well, you'll be shocked to hear that I had somebody who did nothing. <laughs> I had uh, Neil Mope of Brighton. Oh, he had a chance. Uh, he, yeah, he had a chance. Didn't score. So I think that's about the 12th week running now. I've had my punts done nothing. Uh, ah, so uh, a no win for me. But Mike, I think it's a different story for you, mate. Well, yes, it is. Uh, Matty Loughton, uh, an inspired choice, some might say. Indeed. Um, yeah, 4.4 million, guys. I've just uh, wild carded. More on that later. What's the problem? <laughs> Wildcard literally uh, came available like yesterday lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. The trouble is, it is. I mean, game games could be called off here, left, right, and centre with COVID. I know, so I don't know who can so, play and where yeah, and when. Yeah, that's cool. So I've got my team ready to go, but if uh, you know, night before, an hour before deadline, I know that there are games called off. I can make as many mm. changes as I want right now, um, <laughs> and will do. That's true. So, that's uh, true. Yeah, we've got a cracking team. But more on that later. Cracking team. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Matty Loughton, who, who got himself a clean sheet. Thank you. Good day. Yeah, it's wow. a, bit di- a bit dirty tactics picking a defender, but, you know, you do what you need to do. I, I had I had Pereira from West Brom. That's oh, that went well. That. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, our listener, our listener who, oh, yeah. uh, who did well this week, um, who's, who actually chose the person who I'm having for a punt this week. So shall I tell you that later? No, tell us now. It's fine. Okay. Uh, the listener who did well was FPL Buddy on Twitter and Hi, he, he went for Rafinha who um, is my fantasy threesome punt this week and so he will get to choose the captain of uh, of a team either Mike can choose which mm. team or we can play every second mounts it's up to you Wait. Mike you know exactly what I'm going to say lads I've got I've got one lined up we're going to play every second mounts okay so this is like 
it's like a one game showdown. Here. So basically, whoever loses uh, is going to have their captain pick them. Yes, yep. yes, indeed. What, what what are you hitting enter about? Stop hitting enter. Um, okay, that's quite all right. So uh, what I've got is I've got the all time highest scoring FPL players. All time. All time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Great. Okay. Players from the FPL era. Uh, there are there's one goalkeeper, so it's within the the structure of the the FPL team. So we've got one goalkeeper. We're playing three four three. There are eleven players in there in one season. <laughs> in one season, highest scores in defence, in midfield, and in attack. So there are eleven players. How many do you think you can guess? I'll go for two. two. So these are the highest scores in pre in FPL history. Yeah, starting yeah, so not not what, cumulative. Yeah. No, from the Pardon? from it starting, right? From its from its from its start. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there are eleven players. Um, so it's in one season. It's not a cumulative. Okay. So best haul in a season. Okay, uh, I've got I've I've got oh, um. You got two. two, have you? I've got. I'll yeah. go four. It's jumped to four. <laughs> it's jumped to Absolutely four. needlessly just jumped to four. <laughs> never had this. Never seen it before. It, it's, it's, like a, it's like a game of poker with a bluff. <laughs> Wow. It's, ball, it's ballsy and gutsy, and I'm hoping foolish. It's all yours, Ant. Okay. okay. So, four players. I've got them here on my phone. Um, that's all we need, then. Four of the highest scoring uh, players of all time on FPL. Let's go. In one season. Uh, Frank Lampard. Frank Lampard in midfield is a correct answer. There's one. Oh. That's very yeah, good. Anthony. I, I, I played played the tension. Drag that yeah. out. Right. Yeah. Cristiano well. Ronaldo. Cristiano he Ronaldo. He was one of mine. Yeah. Uh, is correct. Uh, Sergio Aguero. Oh. Sergio Aguero. Mm, I'm not sure on that. He's always injured. He's always injured. I'm afraid he's not one of the highest scoring three attackers of all time. Oh, <laughs> no. Fantasy. What about Salah? Salah, Anthony. Uh, uh, but Aguero, did Aguero, Aguero had that seat. Well, he's like, isn't he like the fourth highest Premier League goal scorer of all time or something, isn't he? Oh, I know, I but over a long him, period of time. True. Can we guess um, the goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in terms of goalies. Petr Cech. Petr Cech. Nope. Oh. Ant, you want to have a guess? Van der Sar. No, Brad Friedel. Oh, Brock Sorry, Brad. Was that the season? Was that the season he scored? <laughs> it could well be, yeah. Yeah, Brad Friedel. Okay, back three then. John Terry? Is one of them, yes. Yeah. Rio Ferdinand? No, they're actually two Liverpool players. Oh, Trent. No, not Trent. Oh. Hmm. Van Dyke? Van Dyke, yes. Wow. Um. No, mm -hmm. Jan Mulby. Let's well, go back. Let's go back too far. Oh, probably, uh, um, what, about what about Ashley Cole? What for Liverpool? for Liverpool? Oh, sorry, still on the Liverpool. Okay, uh, Robertson. Matthew. Yeah, Robertson. Mm. Uh, into midfield, you got you got Frank Lampard. Phil, you correctly guessed Mo Salah. Uh, you also got Ronaldo. We're missing one then in midfield, and it will, it'll. I think you'll struggle with this one. Oof. Can you give us a club? Yeah, uh, Arsenal. Oh, 
Oh, uh, Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, that's very good, Anthony. You f- you forget that he was brilliant. He was blinding, yeah. For a, for he was so time, good for Arsenal, wasn't he? Then it's all gone Pete Tong for him. Yeah. Then up front, we had no guesses. You know, made no guesses up front. And Drogba, so... I remember, used to always Drogba, be a pain. Of course. Yeah, Drogba. Drogba didn't make the top three. No, not the top three scorers. Oh wow. Uh, Kane, Kane, nope. Rooney, oh no. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, uh, Robin van Persie. Oh yeah, that was the season yeah. he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Luis Suarez. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, in the oh. in the Suarez and Sturridge season. And oh. Any guesses for the last one? Callum Wilson. Oh no, Vava Vu, Thierry Henry. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's easy when you know it, isn't it? It is. is. So, and so, uh, FPL buddy, <clears throat> will be picking your team. Well, if you oh, pick your captain. Pick your captain. captain. Yeah, we, all right. We'll just we'll, eliminate the captain. Yes. Well, I, I mean, he's named himself after Buddy from Elf, who's who's a lovely person. So I'm sure he's going to be kind to me. Right. Oh, I, I'm guessing he must have done. I mean, it, it is the greatest Christmas film of all time, apart I mean, from Die Hard. He could be called Buddy. Yeah. He's because he likes. Well, maybe maybe his parents named him after the elf. Indeed, there we go. Well, you, you must be quite young. Wait, I saw that in the cinema. Yeah. Wow, I mean that's yeah, two thousand and three. That film, yeah, you're right. Well, oh well, it's, well whatever. You're, you're allowed to have a Twitter account at 17, 18 years old. That's okay. Gosh, just a long. Yeah, it makes me feel old. That anyway. Yeah, so says the, guy who's picking... on, says the guy who's following Jose Mourinho on Instagram. I'm not. Yeah, I'm right. Sorry. I'm not. I saw a tweet that linked me to it. Of course, oh, okay. I'm not. With the kids. So oh, I do oh, have an Instagram. Instagram. I do have an Instagram account. It's uh, photos of my spoon, and it's pictures <laughs> I've taken of the back of my spoon. By all means, follow. I've joined the oh, other okay. 79 people. Um, all right. a dream. Uh, but enough about uh, advertising. Such an um, influencer, Phil. I am a bit of an influencer. Actually, we should say, please do, please do follow us on Twitter at FPL Threesome Pod. Let's move on to some listener questions. Top of our top of our mini league, our FPL threesome, uh, sorry, fantasy threesome pod <laughs> mini league. That is, he's just overtaken longtime leader Matt Bellotti. Is Stefan de Jong, and he has sent in a question uh, regarding these cancellations. Is this round giving people an unfair advantage? He was a he's captain Salah this week against Newcastle, um, but he's now able to captain Kane or Son against Fulham um, whenever they play. Whereas people who went with Kane won't get the opportunity to captain Salah against Newcastle. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying there? I follow you, and uh, yeah, as someone who had captained Kane this week, I'm very <laughs> frustrated by it. And yes, yes, <laughs> people have got an unfair advantage. And if I happen not to win our mini league. That'll be why. Well, and the, I mean, you're about 200, 300 points below so far. So this 200. one would game week. 200. 200. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the the sum of your transfers is probably going to be about, another reason. Yeah, about 250 points lost there. Is it is it an unfair advantage? Or are we, I mean, in this day and age, are we just going to have to deal with this happening? Uh, I think we're going to have to accept this is, this is likely to happen, says the man who played his bench boost this week. But... Um, yeah, it's just one of those, isn't it? It's frustrating, but yeah, we're all in the same boat, aren't we? But um, and let's yeah, not forget, like, there's yeah. bigger things. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you know there's disparities all over the place. You know, you've got you've had games where uh, home fans have been allowed in. You've had games where others haven't. 
Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I tweeted earlier on. I wouldn't be surprised if, particularly the the uh, the EFL finishes on a points per game basis again. You know, that happened last season, and, and there were a number of teams that missed out when it looked like they were making a climb towards promotion. So, if that were to happen, then uh, yeah, you get yourself in the driving seat now. Would be my suggestion to any teams at the top, up and around the uh, the top of the table. I can't see it happening in in the Premier League, but you you never know. I don't I think it'll happen in either. I think League One and League Two, as unfortunately some teams found out last year when they were very harsh. Was it Tranmere? Yeah. Who got yeah. relegated on points per game and it was very harsh. But again, there's, again, there's so much money now in the Championship, isn't there? And with all the riches of getting promoted to the Premier League, I can't even see that being points per game, to be honest. Where is there where is there more money? This is a this is a question I don't know the answer to, but is there more money? Who wins in the battle? If, if let's say we have to extend the Premier League at the expense of the Euros again. Or who FIFA, FIFA won't yeah. let that happen? Yeah, FIFA won't. Yeah. You know how does that, how does that play out? Well, I think yeah. they're just going to be cramming in midweek fixtures constantly. Oh, yeah, so, sure. yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, this thing where we've had situations with teams having forty-eight hours between games could become the norm. There's going to be injuries all over the shop potentially as well, isn't there? But there is, but I mean, you hear. I mean, obviously, Christmas. This happens every every year, and that's part of what we love in this country. And uh, foreign managers come over here and kick off about it, but it's it's almost a Christmas tradition, you know. There's loads of games in between Christmas and New Year, and that's great. It. Keep it coming. But you don't hear championship teams or League One or League Two teams going, "Oh, we've got to play midweek." Oh, we've got to play midweek. I mean, that's and they, those players aren't getting the same sort of, you know, fitness therapy that the Premier League teams again. So I kind of think just get on with it. Mm. You know, yeah, there's, no, there's, that, yeah. you know, if if it's safe to get on with it get on with it because it's you know Agreed. league one and league two teams who are running around on you know pitches that are absolutely horrendous mm. you know that takes a lot more out of out of you than running around on these pristine pitches that they're running around on in the premier league so yeah i think um if i don't think they'll cancel i don't think they'll cancel league one and league two because i think clubs will just go under there's there's no way they can survive another season being curtailed I, don't, I just don't think that'll happen. Um, uh, just, uh, I mean, if we covered we covered that for now, I'm happy to move on to the next question. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen, though, and congratulations on topping our league at the turn of the year. Yeah, doing really well, doing really and, well. And do send our regards to Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> not the listener, the young, to be clear. Yeah, not, uh, not, yeah I'm with you. Not, not Nigel, Nigel. From, from the north. No, no, no. Um, quick question from uh, Phil, who is right here. Where can you get big... <laughs> Big bath towels. Um, I bought some bath towels the other day to advertise themselves as bath towels, and they're not as big as the towels we had previously that I was using as a bath towel. Um, and that's frustrating me somewhat. Where can you get big bath towels? If someone could just message us on Twitter at FPL Threesome Pod, where you can get a big bath towel? That was my other really... present this this Christmas was a towel. How big? Yeah, again, said bath towel, but yeah. Yeah, I think this is this, the difficulty with this, Phil, is you've been spoiled down the years with the occasional beach towel, which has maybe raised your expectations in terms of size. No, but mm. I previously had two blue big bath towels. They were, they're not, certainly not beach towels. They're, they're an Egyptian cotton bath towel. And, <laughs> at the, you know, I'm not happy with the size I got in Sainsbury's yesterday, advertised as a, as a big bath towel so yeah if, if someone could uh, you know let me know where i can get some big bath towels um just a little 
plea to the listeners. That'd be great. Moving on from bath towels. Um, we've got a message here from Karen. Um, Leeds oh, have scored. Carly. Leave her alone. Well, for goodness well, sake. I mean, yeah. Did you see that? Did I mean? Leeds have put out a lot of things in in relation to you know Gabby Agbon the horse slating them and various mm. other people slating them. Um, yeah, it just seems that it's people making a mountain out of a molehill. Um, but uh, you know, people shouldn't abuse her online. No. But um, but people That's... would also be probably abusing Agbon the horse when he said that Leeds were terrible and he couldn't wait to finish above them and all this stuff. But, I'm not um, comfortable with personal abuse, but I'm also not comfortable with saying that because she's a female pundit, she's untouchable. And that... <clears> that in know, itself that, is sexist. Yeah. We have to be so careful that we don't offend um, and we're politically correct in, in what we say. Um, but actually, I don't rate her as a pundit. I don't rate her as a pundit. Um, it was her first she, night, wasn't it? Well, she... Well, it was maybe with Amazon Prime, but as a, as a co-com... She referred yeah. to Ryan Fraser as Ryan Fraser. Uh, Everyone every game, though, every Everyone game last week. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't find her particularly interesting. But then I don't find Michael Owen particularly interesting. And I don't find Steve McManaman particularly interesting, just, just for two males straight away. So it's not... Like, uh, well, I find him irritating, so probably another level altogether. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, I'm not quite sure where in all this it's suddenly become about female pundits. They have their place. That's, and, and that's all good, but I don't, I don't know where in the first place this became about her being a female. And, and since has opened up this, this big debate once again about inclusivity, I think inclusivity is really important. It's really, really important. Um, and there are good female pundits and there are bad female pundits, just like there are good uh, male and female commentators and, and hosts. Um, yeah. I think, I think Alex is is brilliant at what she does, and Gabby Logan is brilliant. Um, so it's not, uh, yeah, I, it, I, it's sad, I guess. Ultimately, it's sad that people have jumped on it as an opportunity mm -hmm. to um, scapegoat women as a whole. I'm not quite sure why it's become that's become the issue in all this. Yeah, um, yeah. What she said, um, actually, I think held some merit. I mean, I don't like I say I don't rate her, but uh, you know, if I was listing my top ten. Uh, pundits or co-coms, she wouldn't be anywhere near it. But actually what she said was she was referring to a team that put loads of legwork in and uh, do the high press. And you often see a lot of those teams towards the end of the season, and we have with Leeds in the past, see them fall away because they're, they're shattered. And that didn't happen last season because they got a break. Nothing really yeah. controversial, is there? I, I, think, I think some people took it the wrong way, didn't they? I think some people thought that she meant that they were going to bottle it like they did the year before. Um, and some people just look straight down it as black and white, you know, as how can she say that when, you know, we got promoted by 10 points or whatever it was, but it's just a mountain out of a molehill, isn't it? Let's face it, people haven't got anything else to focus on at the moment, have they? So they're going <laughs> to... Well, the, the good news is we've covered it for five minutes, so um, great. There you go. Uh, so anyway, Karen sent in a question, uh, probably not that, Karen. Uh, Leeds have scored 30 goals in the first 16 games this season. If they continue at that rate, they'll score 71 goals this season. Last season, only City and Liverpool scored more than 71 goals. Should we be tripling up on Leeds? No. Doubling? Uh, I think Mike would not agree, obviously, but Bamford is now the one you're going to have to have, isn't he? And you, you look at Dallas. Dallas, in my defence there, the I think three of the last four game weeks, he scored double figures. Uh, and he's still around the 5% ownership. 
So he's still really low. He's a good differential. He's still cheap. If we're looking at budget strikers, everyone jumped on Mitrovic before mm -hmm. the season had started. Everyone was all over Mitrovic. And that has proven to be an absolute disaster for anybody that's still, you know, I think you talked about dead teams earlier on. I'm, I'm sure a number of them have still got Mitrovic up front. Um, then very quickly, people jumped on board DCL. And now what you're probably seeing is people moving towards Bamford, saving themselves even more money at, the, at, the, at that end um, and freeing up money for elsewhere. The one player that I've bought in, and I'll, I'll show you my team, boys, um, ahead of this weekend. Um, the one player I mean, that I've bought... Let's oh, just say this way, Mike. Sorry, this is very professional, isn't it? Because we know you'll probably make at least another six transfers before this game. Yeah, of so. course, of course. But I'm, I'm really happy with this, this squad. Um, the one player that I've bought in is Harrison. Um, really, really like him in midfield. It's great delivery. Um, he's scored three goals so far this season already. He's on my bench at the moment because they're away to Tottenham. But um, I've I've bought him in. But he's the only Leeds asset I've looked at. I looked at um, I had is it Struick Struick? Yeah, I, I had him earlier in the season. He's three point nine million. He's currently playing. But... He's played the last two games. So um, yeah, he he might be worth a look at three point nine if you you know I've, I've at the moment I've put Tyrick Mitchell in um, at three point nine, uh, but. But yeah, it's it's maybe one of those two if you're trying to save some money in defence. Do you want me to quickly talk you through my team, lads? Oh, well, I'll just answer Karen's question. And oh, then, sorry, Karen. And then we can. Go um, on, yeah, double up, triple up. Yeah, I would say double up for sure. Um, yeah, my daughter and wife brought in Harrison into their team this week and he, that worked out all right for them. Mm. Um, I, I would be looking at Rafinha, Harrison, uh, Bamford. The thing, is, the thing is with Leeds, their goals come from all over the place. So, um, hmm. you know, Alioski, I've been looking at for like the last month to get him in. He's been 4.4. He's now 4.5. Um, but I was unsure if he was going to keep starting because he wasn't playing at the start of the season. Um, but I should have just, you know, put the money into, you know, I think 0. 0.3 or 0. 0.4 of a million more to get Dallas because you've got a, you've just got an attacking defender. Leeds, you don't buy them for a clean sheet. You know, you, you get them for attacking returns. And if they, you know, if they keep a clean sheet as a bonus. But I would certainly look at two. I wouldn't, apart from Liverpool, where I've got three of at the moment, I wouldn't get three of any club with the cancellations that could be happening moving forward. I don't want to be lumbered with three players not playing, um, you know, potentially. Um, yeah, so I, I wouldn't to, do that. never had to play... FPL in the way that we are seemingly now going to be playing it. Mm -hmm. um, I guess we talked about it actually on the Christmas pod. Um, we talked about the need for a strong bench, um, that players would be rested between Christmas and New Year. And, and you know, it remains to be seen how much that's going to happen because of, of COVID. But that's the closest we've ever been to this. You know, we just don't know from one week to the next who's going to be playing. Um, so, yeah, well, a bench, a bench is really yeah. important. Um, and have you got any leads assets before I? Strong yeah, yeah. team. Yeah, as you're saying, yeah. So I've had Dallas virtually since the start, and he's doing he's doing really nicely for me at the moment. Um, so they got 12 points last weekend. I think he's a must. He, he gets forward quite a lot, doesn't he? He's scored a couple of goals recently. And Bamford again. I'm I'm very late to the Bamford show. I was kind of I have been of the opinion. Welcome, well, welcome. Well, indeed, I'm with Mike. Really, you know, I don't know where this season's come from with him. Um, and I never would have. I mean, ever they've already. Yeah, true, but he is kind of two, the one. Two assists, though. Still, still ended up with eight points. Yeah, he, okay. he is. A, he's a very steady point scorer, isn't he? And it's a bit like the last two weeks, I've brought in two players who I just kind of felt I had to have, and that's Fernandez and Bamford. Because when I didn't have them, 
I mean, the week I didn't have Fernandez uh, against Leeds, I dropped 200,000 places overnight. So, <laughs> you know, I had to get him and, and Bamford in. So those would be the two for me, for Leeds, Dallas and Bamford. Okay. okay. Not big, Thank you, Karen, for your question. Um, and uh, whatever you do in life, Karen, whatever vocation you choose to follow, you have my backing and support. Um, let's... Uh, do you want to run, run through your team before the next yeah, question? If you don't mind, just indulge me, because uh, I'm guessing neither of you have played your wild card yet. So this is... Correct. This is the, I mean, because it would be madness considering what we're, what we're entering team. into. It's it's nearly the team in for the season, pretty much, lads. So... Um, uh, do you remember? Do you remember, like in game week two, where you had written out like a fourteen-week plan <laughs> of every transfer you were going to make, and then by by the game week fourteen, you'd made over two hundred transfers. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all valid. Um, so uh, Nick Pope in goal. Uh, I'm going oh, to keep. You've gone. You've gone Pope. I'm going two goalkeepers because a I know we've got a game week coming up where only a handful of teams are playing, and I wanted to have covering goal. But also with COVID in mind, I think that strong bench needs to include a sub keeper now. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to pick up some points, you might as well pick them up with 4.5 mil players rather than having to splash out, you know, fill your bench with with full on strikers so uh, or midfielders. So, so yeah, uh, Pope with Leno on the bench. Uh, back three of uh, James Justin, who has been in my team throughout. Uh, Matty Loughton. Of, uh, off of uh, last week's uh, punt fame. Uh, Rob Holding at 4.4 million. Um, I know Arsenal have been ropey um, mm. just a bit, but they, they are looking like they're tightening up a bit. And for an Arsenal asset, 4.4 million, he's playing every week. Um, uh, but it's, an Arsenal, it's an Arsenal asset of this season, not an Arsenal asset of seasons right. gone by. Yeah, yeah. True. You're right. But I think that they are starting to you know, steady the ship a little bit. Um uh, on my bench, in terms of defence, I've got Tyrick Mitchell, I mentioned earlier on at 3.9, and I've retained um, Carl Walker-Peters. Um, he's he's my only Southampton uh, asset now. I've just transferred out Benrec after a, a nine-pointer and a seven-pointer for me. Um, <laughs> to, uh, into midfield then, uh, I've, I've kept Son because I like their upcoming fixtures if they get to play them. Uh, Bruno, um, Zahar, uh, again, I like the look of his fixtures over the coming weeks. Um, and I've got Sigurdsson there with a left money in the bank to swap him out for James Rodriguez when he returns from injury. Um, but yeah, I'm keeping Sigurdsson in there. 6.8 mil, I think, Sigurdsson. So um, okay. in the absence of, of James, that's uh, that's not a bad shout, I don't think. Yeah, you, and then, you wouldn't want him when Rodriguez comes back, would you? You wouldn't want no, him. No, so I'll be transferring him out. He's, he's, um, he's still under 2% ownership, isn't he, I think, Sigurdsson? Sigurdsson, yeah. I see. I, Okay, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Good, good differential, my favourite word. Yeah, yeah. No, I like him. Um, and also, I've got the opportunity if I want to later on in the season to swap out Zahar for Grealish. That was my. That was the dilemma in that kind of seven and a half mil uh, category. Did I go Zahar? Did I go Grealish? And I really don't like Grealish. So, um, well, I don't really like Zahar either, to be honest. But I think I prefer Zahar. So um, I've gone for him. And then uh, Harrison, as I mentioned, is, is on my bench this week, but we'll get game time. And then my front three is, is it feels pretty strong. Vardy, Kane, Calvert-Lewin. Um, so as a squad, I'm pretty happy with it. It's pretty well-rounded. There are players there that I would expect to play every week, COVID permitting. Um, yeah, Interesting we'll you haven't got any Liverpool players. No, so that's the... Or that's City, the one actually. Yeah, well, well, or yeah, City, City aren't great. 
City aren't great. We've talked about that, and and I brought De Bruyne out a, a few weeks back. To, to give my squad any level of depth, I had to drop Salah. Like I had to, to, to make room for genuine depth. I can't just, I can't spend, I can't justify spending that amount of money on him. Um, unless you look at his points haul, I guess, which is consistently brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the toss up. I just have to hope that lots of Liverpool games get uh, cancelled. Oh, that's the spirit. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Very happy well, new year. Both. It's too early, Phil. Too early. Um, so yeah, uh, there, there we go. There's the team, boys. I think quite a well-rounded side. Would you agree? Yeah, I'd I'd be worried going into game weeks without Salah. Every time he scores, you're going to shoot down the rankings, shoot down the leagues. Mm. Well, but uh, but, but uh, you know what? It's good to be different, and it's your game. And and I sort of need to be different, given how far behind I am everybody else. So uh, I mean, yeah. you're you're already at the stage where you have to you know, make some risks, aren't you, to try and play catch-up? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've caught Anthony up in the past sort of six, seven weeks. He was about 80 points ahead of me. But to reel in to 250 points, something like that is going to be tricky. Yeah, you were over 100 points behind me after, when we came back from lockdown, originally back in, was it July, was it, when we yeah, started again? Yeah, last season, yeah. Yeah, I was totally cruising, played my wild card for some unknown reason. I still don't know why I did that. And I changed my team. It was quite a good one for an absolutely terrible one. And I went from first to fourth. So um, it's a long way to go, but 250 points is quite a lot to make up, especially when you're making four or five transfers a week. Yeah, I'm just going to hope he goes on a really, really horrendous run and and somehow I, I climb up the table. We'll see. Okay, let's let's move on to the next question. Last question uh, is from Dylan from Dumbarton. Try and say that fast. Oh, what a lovely alliteration. Uh, and he said, what, what should our strategy be on chips? Use them for game week 18 or 19, or due to fear of cancellations, do we hold them and wait for things to look brighter? Game week's 18, 19, for those who don't know, in, it's game week 17 coming up on New Year's Day. Uh, game week 18, there are only 10 teams playing. Um, and game week 19, there are multiple teams who have two fixtures in that game week, which is a real chance to get some big scores in. Um, you know, Maybe use your triple captain or your bench boost if you've got enough players with double um, game weeks uh, and game week 19. Um, but yeah, what what are you doing? Mike, do you have any chips left? Of course not. And and it is, <laughs> it is a moment like this, uh, to quote Leonie Lewis, um, where I strongly regret not keeping my free hit right yeah anthony what about you because you did similar didn't you yeah i mean yeah i mean again a man who's just played his bench boost on a week where there's there's a game's called off (laughs) Um, not great uh yeah i mean you're looking aren't you surely for a big hitter who's playing two games in game week 19 aren't you for a triple captain yeah Uh, yeah possibly yeah the one fear there is rotation, isn't it? Or if you know, the trouble is, you get a game called off like the Man City game. What was it? Three hours before kickoff, or even today, wasn't it? It was similar. Yeah, three hours. No, yeah, it's not like any pre pre warning of it. It's three four hours before kickoff. It's just madness. So it's very difficult at the moment. But yeah, I would certainly be holding them for the time being, and wouldn't be playing them any earlier than game week nineteen. Certainly not. Okay. Well, I'm in the situation. I haven't blown all my chips. Have I've you used uh, I've got uh, my free hit, my bench boost, and my triple captain still to use. Oh, wow. I was pre-COVID. I well, not pre-COVID, but pre this 
outbreak where it's all gone to pot because they won't put us in lockdown. Um, <laughs> pre this, uh, my plan was to free hit on game week 18. Um, and I've slowly been adding players who have got two two game weeks and game week, uh, two, sorry, two fixtures in game week 19, which I thought was a good plan. I'm nervous about using my free hit now in game week 18 because, you know, there could be loads of cancellations anyway. The downside to that is if I don't use my free hit in game week 18, I have two players that are actually playing. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm in a similar situation. I haven't actually gone that far ahead in terms of the pre-planning, but I would imagine I'm going to be in a very similar situation. To I only realised tonight it was um, that I because I've been planning on free hitting, so I simply didn't care. You know, I may have to free hit anyway, um, but I simply didn't care about you know who I had in my squad for that game week. But I will only have two players, and one of those is injured currently. What a great opportunity to make up some ground, though, on on those mm-hmm. around you if you have got a free hit to play that game week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah exactly. I mean, I lucky, yeah, lucky I try not. To, well, you you both played a free hit because you wanted a boost, um, which yeah. in hindsight wasn't great. But my, yeah, but I would argue I used my free hit pretty nicely, mate, because my team. I think that we got about. I think my second or third highest score of the season, seventy yeah, that's true. Seventies, and it was far better off than the team I would have had without it, which is the whole idea of it, surely. So I've, I've true, got no to play my free hit whatsoever. I'm what absolutely loaded with regrets. <laughs> You're loaded with regrets. I am. I feel like I need to make a New Year's resolution here, lads. No, oh, it's not time. It's not. It's not going to be. I'm not going to make transfers because we all know you'll never stick to it. Do you think I should try it though? Do you think? Do you think no. 2021? I should say that I'll limit myself to spending just four points per week on transfers. Well, you can try. Do you think we should try that? Do you think that should be the new thing? That could be my new challenge. Give like, it a go. A limitation on me. Like here and now, boys. This is a, it feels a little bit like the diet plan I do every year. But um, <laughs> here and now, you know, I'm accountable to you. Uh, I will swear on the, I don't know, the, uh, the, the hair dye. Swear on the hair dye here. That um, <laughs> it doesn't look the same color as you. Nothing like it though. Um, yeah, it's around the head. Either. Actually, this this is the this okay. Is, this is funny for the for the rest of the season. I will not make more than two transfers a week. Okay. And we'll just see. Yeah. It's like a little social experiment. I mean, what's done is done. I'm I'm so far behind everybody anyway. Let's you see are you about. are in many ways a social experiment. Yeah, let's see if a change in tactics makes a difference. You can't make it much worse, mate. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. If you had your chips, Mike, yeah. would you be playing it, playing them game week eighteen and maybe nineteen as well, or would you bearing in mind or you know the current cancellations and you know if what I don't understand is Fulham had an outbreak today, so assume that they won't be playing uh, in game week eight, uh, seventeen next. Sure Man City, not. Man City called off their game. Um, and today their training grounds open again. I mean, what two days later is it? Um, two, maybe three days later. Um, which is convenient, really. Um, I don't quite understand what happened there. But would you be playing them if you had them, Mike, or would you wait? Because I think there is another double game week in game week twenty six. I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you what I do. If I had them, I would free hit uh, on game week eighteen. Is it to nineteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the week after. 
I would look at the league table and look at who have got games in hand. So at the moment, you know, you've got you've got teams such as uh, Leicester and Liverpool and Southampton, West Ham. They've all played 16. Villa have only played 14 games. So yeah. I would then be looking at using, after my free hit that, that game week, I'd be then looking at using my wild card and bringing in teams with two, maybe by that stage, three games in hand on the others. City, and having them in my United. squad. Yeah, having them in my squad for the remainder of the season. Well, I mean, that's just looking, thing, but it's too late. It's too late. I mean, just looking ahead to that game week, I mean, you look at it, you got all the big hitters, haven't they? they all got two games Liverpool, I think Man United have got two games, Leicester, Chelsea, Man City, they've all got two games that game week. I mean, that, that's, that is huge. That oh, game what week. a week not have Salah in your team. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only yeah. thing I would say is that you have, is Liverpool, Man United. Uh, but then the, then the last game of that game week is Liverpool at home to Burnley. Uh, it depends if Liverpool score early in that game, because if they don't, then Burnley, as we know, will just stick 10 men on the goal line. This is true. Interesting true. time. Is really um, shall we start previewing game week 17 then? Um, time is ticking. Uh, so, Ant, do you want to run through the fixtures? Yeah, just maybe just two seconds. Here we go. I've got them up here. I mean, a lot of these are obviously COVID-dependent, aren't they? This is the trouble. Well, uh, yeah, this is it. I mean, if they allow City to play... Because um, the, the two outbreaks have been at City and at Fulham, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so both of those could be in danger. But let's just go through them. So we start uh, New Year's Day, half five, Everton-West Ham. Um, Everton will be itching to get going, won't they? They're absolutely... They've had a flying start, sticky little patch, and they seem to be over that now. Four straight wins. I think they would have been far more gutted about that fixture being called off the Man City, obviously. I fancy them to win this, and I'm really hoping we get DCL back in back into some goal scoring form as well. So I'd predict uh, a two 0 home win. I'm going for over there, Phil. What's your view on that one? Well, yeah, I'm wondering about uh, DCL as as I mentioned a few weeks ago. I I got rid of him because he, he was he's getting points, but for not doing much. He's not he's not anything like the form he was at the start of the season. Um, and so I can cope if he scores a goal or gets an assist. I'm fine with that. Hopefully he won't, you know, go on now to bite me this weekend. But I'm not too fussed about Calvert-Lewin. But he is owned still by 57.5% of all teams. That's a lot of teams. So if, he had two or three game weeks where he's only scored two points or less. Yeah, this is, this is it, yeah. This is he, it. Just, so, he is a point guy. Well, I, I've got Suchek on my bench, so I'm hoping... Well, he he, he will now be in my starting eleven um, because Charlie Taylor's injured. So I they're would, the, I would want Suchek to do teams, well. They're one of the few teams, Everton, that I wouldn't fancy Suchek against. Here we go. Uh, there's your soundbite. Um, but I, <laughs> I would fancy... If you look at how commanding they are in the air, you've got Michael Keane, you've got Yerry Mina, both who are great headers of the ball. Um, so I'm not sure what Suchek offers up against those two. Um, yeah. Like you say, there, there's a soundbite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's people. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, what's the next fixture, Ant? Because there's another one on that on that. Yeah, there is indeed, yeah. Old Trafford, Manchester United against Villa. Um, Villa, really impressed with them this season. Um, fair play um, to, to Dean Smith there. I mean, he's done an incredible job. Um, and we just don't know which Man United are going to turn up. The one thing I would say about Man United at the moment is, is that even when they play poorly, they're winning games as they did against Wolves. So, which is a sign of a good team. So, it's one of those games for me. I could actually see any result in this one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be massively surprised if they went there and won. 
Um, but I also wouldn't be that surprised if Man United went out, ran out um, convincing winners. But game, maybe Fernandez is captain. Boys in that one. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Villa is Mings back? Um, yeah, one, one game suspension, two yellow cards, isn't it? So it would be one yeah, game. Yeah. I I um, wouldn't Fernandez captain on that personally. No. Okay. Mike, what's yeah, your view? Yeah, well, I quite like Villa defensively. So, again, I probably wouldn't go Bruno captain to, uh, home to them. Um, and actually, Villa have picked out some really good results against the so-called bigger teams. So, um, you're right, I think, uh, to say that this could go either way. Um, I haven't. Man, I haven't know, they're, just beginning, they're just beginning to gather a bit of momentum, aren't they? Up to second yeah. place in the yeah. table. Yeah, I don't know. Really difficult I, one to call. I uh, have... You know, not really rated what. Well, I, I think Watkins is a good player, but not a good fantasy asset. Yeah. Um, but I think, like you say, against these bigger teams, he's handy to have, and I think he could do something. I haven't got him, but I think Watkins could be could good against United um, this this week. Has Greenish just gone a bit quiet? Is he starting to go off the boil? Yes, just a little bit. I mean, Jeff. McGinn. McGinn's been pushing on, hasn't he? Everyone's kind of waiting for Barkley to come back because then it, Grealish gets marked out of games. I mean, he's still playing well. He's just not getting fantasy points. Mm. But um, when Barkley comes back, as we saw when Barkley was there early in the season, I would expect that Grealish will be freed up a bit because the defense can worry about Barkley as well as Grealish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. that's true. That is true. Okay, moving on then, boys. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur steady next Saturday lunchtime, 12.30 kickoff. Spurs at home to Leeds. Now, Spurs are just having this little wobble, aren't they? So, Mike predicts them to win the league. I don't know if you still think that, Mike. Um, uh, I, I still think they will be... If, if they don't win it... Uh, I think if you finish above Spurs, you win the league. Okay, that's a big call. I mean, I don't know if you heard it, but some <laughs> did. I did have to laugh how fickle some oh, fans are. Yeah, that does mean they'll come second. I was thinking yeah. for a second that that would apply to anybody. Well, <laughs> um, actually, that would actually. I guess if City win the league, they'll finish above Spurs, and if Liverpool finish above Spurs, oh, but they won't win the league. Yeah, it's not a vice versa. I, basically, I think they'll be top two. Okay, okay. I think it's a big call. Spurs are coming yeah. a bit of criticism recently, aren't they? I mean, they the draw against Wolves the other night. They basically scored in the first minute and then sat in, didn't they? And tried to defend it for the entire game, which is very Jose and Mourinho. Uh, and then I heard some callers on Talk Sports, some Spurs fans saying it's not working. They want rid of him, and I know that's normal. But already, just a couple of sticky results for them, uh, and suddenly Jose, who was the main man just a few games ago, he's now getting some uh, some quite strong criticism. Uh, had and some tricky fixtures. They have, but Leeds are flying, aren't they? I and mean, you mentioned it, Phil, about the goals there. They're uh, piling in with at the moment. So there is no team. I would. I mean, I'm a Bournemouth fan, and I've been brought up to hate them. Um, but there is no team I would prefer to watch in the Premier League right now than Leeds. Every game, right you, you're, gu- you're guaranteed goals, you're guaranteed good football, you're guaranteed Patrick Bamford smile. And I just, oh, you know, I sick. just, honestly, I'd, I'd love watching Leeds at the moment. And, well, and got, they're softening they're, they're softening on me. But they've got that result in them, haven't they? Like the, I mean, the game against Man United when they lost 6-2, they are very open, aren't they, as well? So... I put it this way: I can't see this one being nil nil, and, and you can use that as as your next soundbite as well. I cannot <laughs> nil nil. No, well, I, yeah, I, I think you're probably right, um, and I think again, Leeds are one of those teams that have gone and scored goals away mm. from home against the, the big six. So, 
Um, yeah, I, yeah, but, it's a tough one to call. Tough one. But to that's call. why that's why with Leeds players, I don't care who they're playing against. They could play Liverpool. I would still not think, oh, I'll bench them because they're playing Liverpool. I'd still want them in because you just don't know with Leeds. It's not like having a a Palace defender who you think, oh yeah, well you know they've got a tough game. We'll we'll drag them and put them on the bench with Leeds. It doesn't matter who they play. A bit like Villa, actually. Um, you know, they're they're capable. And and Leeds and Villa, I would expect to comfortably finish in the top half at the end of the season. Yeah, mm. they look like it, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think worth pointing out the Tottenham will be very well rested. So yeah, um, yes, indeed. We move on boy. Just just quickly before we do, Adam, yeah, I'm a bit sure. that New Year's Day we have to wait till five thirty for a game. But then we get two. Then we get two games. Why not stick one on at lunchtime? Yeah, you know, and or one mid afternoon. And why, and why stick games on at five thirty when I've got young children to put to bed mm. or dinner to eat? Yeah, yeah. Right, boys. Uh, there are seven fixtures remaining. Let's pick our player, our, our player of the game, to uh, have in okay. terms of an asset for each of those. Starting okay. with Crystal Palace, Sheffield United, Anthony, Wilfred Zaha. Fairly obvious, but um, I'm thinking about bringing him in. Or, yeah, as yeah. a differential, Andros Townsend. Got the assist, I think, didn't he, against Leicester? Palace were awful yeah. in that fact, by the way. Just one of those things that are dreadful. And that will be a dreadful game, but I would expect Palace to win by the odd goal. David McGoldrick. Oh, <laughs> Just quickly, every week it goes past, it does genuinely look like Sheffield United are going to rival Derby for that Premier League record of low points, doesn't it? Yeah, isn't it? I keep thinking they're going to turn the corner. Yeah, I do. I, I keep thinking that they're, they're not that bad. But they're, I mentioned, I think, last week's pod, they're the first team to ever get to Boxing Day in the Premier League, having not won a game. Mm. There you go. It's not looking great for them, is it? They're yeah. 11 points. They're 11 points off Brighton. It's four wins in the next yeah. uh, 22 games. Yeah. Mm. Okay, boys, who's our pick-out player then from Brighton Wolves? Oh, tricky. Tricky. I'm going to go for Neto. Uh, yeah, that's who I was going to go for. Good value. 5.9 million. He very quietly goes about his business, isn't he? He's someone you would never expect to be in there, but he's one of the form players actually at the moment. And if, if, if any points are coming from Wolves' assets, it's from him. Yeah. Brighton, for me, are dreadful. They're a boring team to watch. They created absolutely nothing as Arsenal the other day. He never looked like scoring. Mope on his I, day. I would go. In there. I'd go Patricio, Rui Patricio for Wolves. Brighton look toothless. Yeah, they do look toothless. Yeah, I'd go along with that. Um, West Brom. Um, next, who do we think from that? West Brom, who've conceded eight goals in their last two home games. What we all we got think? fooled. Yeah. We all got fooled by the, the result against Liverpool, didn't we? Well, and Man City. Their last two away games have gone to Anfield and to the Etihad uh, and got two points. And, and yet they're, 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 they're in between home games. They've got smashed. Sam uh, Allardyce, after the Liverpool game, he was saying, oh, you know, I, I just had to set him up and let him know the jobs to do. And they did it. And, mm. uh, you know, taking all the credit for that Liverpool draw and then lose 5-0 to Leeds. It's all about investment. We need to spend in January. Yeah, the squad is useless. Yeah. He pretty much called out all their whole squad and said, they are terrible. Um, yeah, so, I'm, I'm going to call out a player from this one. Lacazette. There you go, boys. Oh, well, that, that comes as no great surprise to the regular listeners. 
could this be could this be given that they've got West Brom uh, away followed up uh, closely by uh, home to Crystal Palace? Could be, this be the return of Aubameyang? No, 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 no. Not not for me. Far too much money. I also, looked at trying to accommodate him when I did my wild card with those two no. fixtures in mind, and it just was yeah too much money. I would also I suggest it's not time for Saka either. Saka is a classic fancy football trap. Yeah. A couple of games, he'll do well, and then you remember he plays for Arsenal. He's cheap, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's like 5.4 or something. Five, oh, yeah, and they've also got, they've also got um, uh, in terms of uh, cheap assets to rival Curtis Jones, <laughs> they've got uh, Emil, I think it's Emil Rose-Smith. Yeah. 4.3 million started the last two games. I saw you put him in your team, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah, he got me three points. Uh, the thing is wow. with those sort of decisions is is that inevitably they end up costing you four points to get him in and they'll end up just getting dropped from the team quite quickly. Usually when you get these players that have a couple of, ga- you know, a couple of games and you think, oh yeah, they're cheap, you get mm. them in and then you don't know if they're going to start. Surely yeah. this, this day and age you, you want players that you, you can be confident that, that they're going to start. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. Well made. Um, I should apologise. It's Emil Smith Rowe. A touch of the uh, James Justin Justin James about his name. Um, interestingly, though, who with ideas above their station, Mister and Mrs Smith, or indeed <laughs> Mister and Mrs Rowe, thought, you know what, we'll call our son Emil. Well, maybe, maybe Emil Hedgey. That's maybe. probably it. Maybe. By the way, Salah's just missed. I know I'm slightly behind, but Salah has just missed a unbelievable chance for Liverpool in this game. Zero, zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nine, 99 times out of 100, he bows that, doesn't he? Um, anyway, moving just on. Keep to a clean game. sheet, Liverpool. That would be the perfect result. Oh, please. Uh, yeah, I think they were. Um, Newcastle don't like scoring. Um, so, Burnley Fulham, probably not going to happen, I would suggest. Um, so, do we, do we want to skip that one? Well, if it does happen... Uh, I would suggest Nick Pope. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, we'll go with that. Newcastle, Leicester. Two words for me. Jamie Vardy. Rested, didn't he, the other day? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Newcastle hit miss. He actually didn't exactly cover himself in glory when he came in, did he? Uh, no, no, I didn't see large parts of that second half, but he's He's just a goal getter, isn't he? Still, you still fancy him to to to, uh, to be given a chance there, and, and Newcastle will present you with opportunities against them. So, yeah, I, I would go Callum Wilson. Okay, I mean Newcastle without Callum Wilson have really got nothing, have they? No, but they, he's he's been dangerous in this game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, Chelsea Man City, another one unfortunately likely unlikely to happen, but that is a good game uh, if it does happen. Um, the man for me, Olivier Giroud, uh, again, you comes in. They're rotating up front. That's the problem. You've got... Yeah, um, every time they play him, he scores, doesn't he? Yeah, every time they play him, he scores, yes. But will he play? And I think that's the, yeah. the question. You know, he brought in Tammy um, up front the other day for a bit more movement and then ended up resorting to bringing Giroud off the bench. Um, you've got Werner there, who is now is now getting dropped. Um, you've got Habits there. He wasn't getting the game time that he came in and, and expected to get. So mm-hmm. there's quite a bit of rotation going up, up there with, with Chelsea. So, yeah, tough tough one to call that in terms of an investment. How much is Giroud? Is he a lot of money? No, I don't think he is, actually. I don't actually have that to hand. I can find it for you. But, yeah, I don't think he's an awful lot of money. Okay. Well, uh, while you're looking, while you're looking let's yeah. have a look at Southampton Liverpool. But he's, 
but he's sorry to um, have an input on this game. Um, Please do. He he's another one of those players that you, because you don't know he's going to start, he could be a, very much a waste of money. Um, that is true. Phil. You know, you, you don't want to be looking at lineups again. Oh gosh, it's a Tammy week. You know, it's <laughs> it's and and also, uh, yeah. I mean, if City are back training today, I assume that they're going to be playing. Six point seven is Giroud, by the way. That's really cheap. <clears throat> is it is, really it, is cheap. it better? Is that better value than Wilson or Bamford? You know Wilson's going to start every game. He's going to start as, every single game without fail. Bamford. As is Bamford, yeah. So probably not in that case. But I mean, this is a big game for Chelsea because Lampard, they've lost, was it last two or three away games? With a few question marks being placed around his head with, you know, they spent over 200 million, I think it is now. And there's a few kind of little grumbles about Lampard I've heard as well, just from a few well, Chelsea fans. It's the way of the Premier League and indeed football as a whole. Now, you can't go three games without a win without a section of your fans... Yeah, Starting to court your head. Correct. Yep. yep, that is very, very true. Let's move on then to the last game uh, on Monday night. I mean, it's so confusing the days. People have told me what day. I've asked so many times what day is it today. <laughs> um, but on Monday, whenever that happens, uh, after Sunday, I assume, uh, we've got Southampton at home to Liverpool uh, at 8 o'clock. <sighs> Salah... Salah captaincy, possibly. I mean, Liverpool, I mean, just watching this game, they, they look toothless. I, I thought they we might get a reaction here. Mm. Um, there's 20 minutes to go as I'm watching and it's still nil-nil. I've got him this week, obviously, but I'll take him not doing anything. Happily. I've, I've come full circle. I started off saying I need some points from Salah. Actually, you know what? I don't know, break a leg or something. I don't know. I don't. I no, don't not break a leg. leg. Why? Why so intense? Just say. Right, I hope he doesn't catch score. Catchpontalitis. <laughs> no, just. Oh yeah, because you why, don't want why, him in the team why moving forward. Why, why would you not want Salah to get points in this one for you? Because, because he's captained by everyone and he's not by us. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, talking of listen, two listen, listen back to the first seven minutes of the pod, and you'll you'll pick up where we we're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for me, this one we've sat going back to the the original question about the, the game. Southampton are toothless at the moment, aren't they? I think they've not scored for three or four games now. Crucially, mm-hmm. they're doing well at the back. They are doing well at the back. So we're looking at defensive assets in this game, aren't we? Uh, well, I wouldn't want to. I mean, I've got two Southampton defensive assets, and I'm not looking forward to it. Um, that's for sure. Because yeah. Liverpool have to react at one point. Yeah. It was interesting to see Ings come back because there's no way I thought he was going to be playing the other day and he did. And he had a goal disallowed, which was really well taken. Um, But yeah, it was interesting to see that he was back. Did anyone see uh, Che Adams get absolutely belted in the head? Yeah. I'm sorry to miss that. It was was horrendous. He was defending a corner and um, who was the centre-back? the West Ham centre back who he swung for the ball and yeah. missed him and just full on volleyed Che Adams in the head. Um, it was horrible. Can I, can I play the game? I mean, is it Ogbonna? Oh, Bonner, no, yeah. no, it, it wasn't a game. It wasn't Ogbonna. It was the guy they, the guy was at West Brom, I think. Um, last Dawson, I think it was Dawson. Um, yeah, yeah, yes, Dawson. no, I, yeah, D- Dawson is in formerly yeah. West Brom and Watford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's, he's he played about. Yeah, he's played about two games for him. He must be about 50 years old. Mm. Does the he job though, doesn't he? He's nearly as old as me. Good grief. A threat yeah. from set pieces, as I recall. 
Yeah, yeah he, he is. is. Him and Suchek. I mean, just yeah. you just don't want to concede corners against West Ham. Oh, actually, yeah, doubling up. Now, now I'm thinking actually at Everton, one of those might have an opportunity. Everton? Yeah, yeah. West Ham West Ham against Everton, I was saying. That oh, sorry. Mina yeah, and, yeah. Mina and Keane might be able to keep uh, Suchek in, in check, but if you'll excuse the pun, I do believe it's his name. His name's oh. Suchek. Save your punt to the end, Mike. Okay. Oh gosh, I'd forgotten about that. Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe the pair of them. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's a chance. Mm. Chance for a set piece. We'll see. So, who who are you going for for your captain this week? Then uh, that's a really good shot. Let me have a quick look. Uh, for my captain at the moment, I've gone Captain Kane, home to Leeds. Okay, and well, I don't get any any uh, say in this matter, do I, boys? Oh, Thanks to my given, given the chance, though. Given the chance, it would have, it was going to be Fernandez, um, but um, so Mr. Elf, uh, no, please FPL buddy, FPL buddy, FPL buddy, of course. Um, if you're feeling kind, but um, yeah, looking at my team, uh, other than Fernandez, not sure who I would have who I would have gone for really. Um, but yeah, well, I, as I said, I don't have any power in that, so we should wait and see. Phil, what about you? I think I'll be going uh, Son, and then. Fernandez as uh, vice. Okay. There's some lovely echo coming coming through from you, Phil. I'm not quite sure. And me. Uh, so, and I don't know whether you've got your uh, microphone close to yeah. your face. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, still here, boy. Still here. Nothing's changed. Uh, we get to hear us twice, which is it's just there's no bad thing. Um, so, in terms of punts, then this week, lads. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I've I called it earlier. I'm going Rafinha. Only owned by. Less than two percent of all teams, and he looks incredibly dangerous. Okay, and Andros Townsend, Palace at home to Sheffield United. One point five. I'm not even sure he'll start, and that's a terrible decision. No, it's not. He will. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Rob Holding. I talked to him up earlier on. Uh, he's only about uh, one point eight percent of players. Um, yeah, in the Arsenal team, going to West Brom, who have just shipped five and. Um, who presumably will be looking to shore themselves up at the back first and foremost. Um, I don't anticipate them being too much of an attacking threat. So, yeah, Rob Holding. Okay, and this is uh, the last podcast this year, uh, our first year of doing the podcast. Uh, so, any highlights for you, boys? Maybe podcast or non-podcast. It's been a weird year. Uh, well, in terms of um, uh, podcast... Um, I would say it was it was great to have listeners in uh, for our Christmas special. To put faces to to names was great. And um, a quick shout out to uh, Matt Pocket, who private messaged me just this evening to uh, wish us uh, all a happy new year and to let us know that he got engaged over Christmas. He did. Uh, Congratulations! Uh, it's a beautiful thing, and um, I have it on good authority that if it's a girl, he will be calling a Polly. So it's. Uh, oh no, no, they're not having a child. They're not having a child. What have I done? Confused there. It's a revelation. Desperate, oh wow! Surprise, man! To emerge. Um, I, I mean, inevitably, children will follow. I'm sure. And um, and if they don't, that's fine. Also, if they do, oh, what a horrible mess! I'm so sorry, Matt. Congratulations. Perhaps his wife is called Polly. Wife to be. I mean, this hole you're digging, Michael, is getting bigger by the second. I'd yeah. probably stop talking. I'll, I'll shush now. But actually, yeah, but that was great. It was really great having those guys on uh, and sharing the experience with them for a bit. Um, and 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 just having a focus. And, you know, we, we touch on this from time to time. In terms of mental health, um, I know particularly for myself and Phil, 
um like having having a focus this is this is proved the real focus so even if no one listens and it's just the three of us and that's what it feels like a lot of the time and i can assure you no one listens (laughs) (laughs) if it's just the three of us just talking nonsense over zoom for an hour or so um about something that we we enjoy um then like that in itself has been great um Mm. so i'm very grateful to to phil for all the hard work he does um um in terms of putting this all together and, and making sure that we, we we do this week by week so um yeah lots of lots of positive in terms of the pod actually that's probably been the, the highlight it's only been the, the main focus really i've had this year um and yeah no agreed no the pod has been it's been good for all of us i think isn't it um and so just just nice to catch up boys we unfortunately can't physically see each other so nice to speak to you boys every week and have something to focus on and to plan and and as I say, Matt does prove that there are some listeners out there. There may not be many, but um, the ones that are have been really good. So uh, we have to mention as well, uh, Stadium of Sports, Jay as well, who joined us for the Christmas. Yeah, yeah. He really seems to know his stuff. He's having some sound advice. So anyone not following him on Twitter, I recommend you do that. He comes up with some some sound advice. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a pretty shocking year, isn't it, for everybody? And But this has been a really, little ray of sunlight for us. Yeah, I, I agree. Phil, Phil, I'll come to you in a second, but let's just mention in terms of listeners, let's just mention the top 10 in, in our league because we don't do this very often, but um, well done if you've made it into the top 10. Um, so Jack Stokes uh, to Ekamini Ido to Ben Boyle to Aaron Hughes, Alex Hopkins, FPL Vince McMahon, Peter Annandale, Steve Phillips, Matt Bellotti and Stefan de Jong. Um, you are our top 10. So uh, congratulations to you. All will change, of course, uh, no doubt. And you'll see me at the top of that um in due course um for the time being well done to you all uh phil what about you highlights uh well after gear obviously it's been a a weird one um very fortunate to still have jobs in fact all all three of us are very fortunate Mm. in that aspect um and during lockdown 1.0 um you know we had to homeschool which was chaos three children all got set sort of six hours a day of work and there are only two of us and we're both working at home at the same time um but actually spending that time with the girls is something that i'd never normally get the chance to do ever in life so although stressful it was um it was it was nice and uh looking back on it i'm sure i'll fondly cherish those moments but um and obviously doing the podcast has been fun uh and and meeting and and interacting with listeners is good on twitter largely they're a nice bunch um so that's a good thing uh in fantasy football obviously mickey race picking my hat trick captain that was that was good uh captaincy picks have really been my highlight in fantasy football i've managed to get i'm usually terrible at them but managed to get quite a few good ones this this year even carl walker peters which was picked as some sort of brutal attack by a vicar he, he still got a clean sheet so yeah captaincy picks have been good and and proved vital because the rest of my team a lot of the time has not been doing much mm. so yeah so um yeah i suppose it, it brings us to the end of the year um emotional times and hopefully a better you know 2021 to come you know the vaccine in the uk at least there's another vaccine been approved today so hopefully with that you know people can get you know better or not or not, not get ill in the first place that's the whole idea of the vaccine i suppose but um you know hopefully with that a bit of normality and hopefully normality won't 
you know, hopefully that'll that'll show slightly differently and people have a lot more respect for nurses and teachers and stuff who have had to work with large amounts of people, often ill, obviously, in nurses' case. Um yeah, so hopefully people have a bit more respect for them and and as a society we'll be more community based. But you know, it's not really that exciting fancy football talk, but that is my hope for the year. Um and fantasy football wise, let's just let's just get some football in. Let's just get some football in. Um, that would be good. Try yeah. and keep the football season going. Hopefully, safely. Uh, well, yeah, you know, let's get some football played because I think, you know, there's uh, there's an argument to, and I'm not suggesting it, but there is an argument to vaccinate. The, I don't know what is there, 1,800 members of staff and players of the Premier League, <laughs> vaccinate them all to, you know, so football can keep going because for so many i mean i'm not suggesting that please do vaccinate nurses and people in the front line first and old people but there's an argument for it because it's so important to so many people's mental health you know just to have something to focus on take away football as you did in the first lockdown and take away so many other things you know it's it's hard for people so it's good to have a focus um, yeah it's it's strange i didn't miss football when we didn't have it so first first mm. when lockdown first came and football was was paused i didn't miss it at all which really surprised me. And it touches on what you were talking about, Phil, in terms of spending time with with loved ones. Um, but now I've got it back, it punctuates my week in, in the way that it used to. And I would I feel like I'd be lost without it. I probably wouldn't be. But um, yeah, odd, odd, odd feeling, odd feeling. Mike, um, obviously seeing us into a, a new year, I imagine you've, you've worked hard on your pun to end the podcast with to make make sure it's a good in and see the year out on a high for those who have had a rough year um, no pressure so before you do uh, thank you very much everyone for listening um i can see from your face mike you're frantically trying to find a pun um yeah. but thank you all for listening thanks for getting involved like we say please do follow and uh, follow us on twitter fpl threesome pod do subscribe uh follow us on your podcast platform whichever you choose um we're really grateful uh, to see that when we upload this some people automatically get it downloaded to their phone so thank you to you um it's not about listener numbers for us but if you do enjoy it do share the pod um because it helps us to know that you enjoy it but uh like i said we'd, we'd do it anyway even if there's no listeners um now Mike, uh, your face is slightly less scrunched up than it was a moment ago. Have you have you got a, a pun to finish with, sir? Um, not... Anthony, how are you? Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. there's a goal. Oh, the offside oh. Oh. Uh, oh, you're behind me. You're behind me, Anthony. What's happened? Yeah, you got... uh, yeah. I'm watching it through my Prime app on my smart TV, so I don't know why I'm behind. It's not, it's not that smart if it can't compete with a little no. village like Old Holt. Indeed, mate. Indeed. No, I am I am I am behind the times. Well, this isn't good listening, so I'm gonna force Mike into a pun. Anthony, um, goodbye to you, sir. Happy New Year. Goodbye to you, happy new year, my friend. And uh Michael, happy new year to you. Uh, uh let's yes. sign us off. Uh thanks. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um and to quote a line from Mary Chriswood, wishing you all uh, a very happy new de Gea. <laughs> <laughs> it'll do <laughs> goodbye everyone happy new year right, bye. have a good one